Sawate. This is Stella, and this is another Backworld to Oracle commentary special.
Batgirl the Oracle is brought to you by MileHighComics.com, your new and collectible comic book store. Mile High Comics has an inventory of over 5 million comics from the gold, silver, bronze, and modern age, and over 100,000 trade paperbacks. If you're not into the vintage stock, Mile High Comics also has a subscription service called the New Issue Comics Express, offering a discounted price for comics ready to hit the shelves. So, if you're looking for vintage back issues or a great modern subscription service, be sure to check out MileHighComics.com. Finally, Backroll to Oracle is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com. High performance, noise-reducing earbuds. Purchasers who use the code TBUSAVES get 33% off your whole order, plus free worldwide shipping. TweakedAudio.com. Plug in, turn up the volume, and give us a try. This is always weird because sometimes he has a neck and sometimes he doesn't, and sometimes he has pants and sometimes he doesn't. It's a very <laughs> weird animation style, so this would be so, fun. Sometimes the bat signal is inverted. The bat logo is inverted. and so, <laughs> I know. Sometimes weird. the R is big and sometimes the R it's and in some cases you can tell when they're just looping footage of Robin or Batman running. Yeah. Over and over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that happens in I don't know if you've seen any of the old uh Spider Man T V show. Mm-hmm. Um, like the sixties one, but like it'd be like endless scenes of him swinging. <laughs> He could be swinging in the underworld because I remember this really weird, like, seven, I don't know, it, it was mm-hmm. very psychedelic, or, like, swinging through Manhattan. It just over and over again. 
and even me who loves Spider-Man is like getting bored and fast forwarding through this. Like I've seen this and it just keeps going. I don't know. Yeah. The, there's a, one of the Harlem Globetrotters episodes does that where they're playing, they're playing the basketball game at the end and it's the same four shots like repeated. It's like ball going in the basket and this, and it's to the point where like, you know, I didn't notice this stuff when I was a little kid, but when we were watching it last time I was watching it with Brett, I was like sitting there thinking they're really stretching this out. Like it's just this long sequence. Cause obviously they had to fill, you know, the 40 minutes or whatever that they had to fill for the, for the uh, for the episode, yeah, so. I'm very happy to welcome back to the show Tom Penneris from Taking Flight. I mean, it's been a couple months, but I yeah. thought you know I, I love doing commentaries for Halloween. It's sort of one of my favorite things to do, and I thought you know I've got another Scooby Doo, and I remember you had mentioned on the August podcast about your relationship I guess we can do so I thought hey man I think I'm gonna ask Tom to do the second one so welcome back to the show thank you it's great to be here this is this is fun this is uh I've watched this more times than I can count in the last few years because my son my six-year-old son has a copy of this on dvd and so we've we've watched it quite a number of times but I I do I do this brings back a lot of memories for me (laughs) So, yeah, what is your, when was the first time that you ever saw Scooby-Doo or even Scooby-Doo meets Batman? Can you remember vividly? I was probably three or four um, because Scooby-Doo used to run on WPIX Channel 11 in New York. And a number of, a few of your listeners will get that, especially Mike. Hi, Mike. Mm -hmm. It used to run in the afternoon, I'd say like four, four thirty-ish. And it would be home. I would come home from preschool and then kindergarten and and uh, and watch it uh, because it was and and they they would run they would run the old ones from the 70s. So they would do all of the Scooby Doo where are you's and then the new Scooby Doo movies. And um, I was watching Super Friends uh, at the same time. Probably I want to say Super Friends was on like in the mornings in syndication. Then it was still on Saturday mornings. Uh, Spider Man and you know all these things. The new Scooby-Doo movies, you know, you'd have guest stars like Don Knotts and mm-hmm. this is rant, like I, I want to say like Abbott and Costello and some of these other people, and you'd watch it and you'd be like, yeah. And then the the two that I remember, uh, I remember usually paying attention to the Harlem Globetrotters ones and the Batman and Robin, the Batman and Robin episodes when I was five years old were the closest thing that I had to appointment television, you know. I'd pay attention to the Batman around. I'd always hope like I see the intro because the intro to the new Scooby-Doo movies was different from Scooby-Doo. Where are you? It's a different song and everything. And I see that come on. I'd be like, Oh, I hope it's the Batman and Robin one. And when it was like, when it says today, me, they meet Batman and Robin. I'd be so psyched. (laughs) I'd be like, I'm sitting there five years old, like sitting in front of the television, which I think we had a color one by then. At one point, my parents actually had a black and white television because the television was on the old one was on the Fritz. But pretty sure we had with and probably a plate of cookies or something and and, and watching it. And that was and that's thirty years. I'm that was more than thirty years ago. And uh, and now um, my son, we got the DVD at like Target a couple of years ago, and it was like it was probably five bucks, ten bucks. And my son watches it every once in a while, and uh, he 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 enjoys Scooby Doo, and and that's that's I think is really cool because he likes the old ones as well. 
Uh, and we've watched some of the newer ones too, but there's a real charm in some of these old ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, this is this is a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't remember vividly when I first saw this. I rem- and I don't even know if it was this one or the one that I did last year, the Cape Crusader mm-hmm. Caper. But I, when I was still living with my parents, they had Boomerang, and Boomerang is like one of the best channels yes. because it's old, it's classic cartoons. Yeah. And I think as I've gotten older, which is weird, I've started to love cartoons even more and more because I think just we're older and wiser, so we really better understand them and we can get innuendo or we can really get a sense of how good the cartoon is. And there's a lot of crappy cartoons out there. I don't, you know, no offense if you like it, but I still don't understand why people like Adventure Time. Like it just blows my mind. I don't understand. I've seen a few episodes here and there mainly because there was just nothing on in the summer. And I know a lot of my students watch it. And it's, it's a big thing among, among certain groups in my high school. But yeah. um, I, I've seen a couple of episodes that are funny, but it's not something that I want to watch on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, I, it's not horrible, but I'm just like, okay, I kind of get this. <laughs> but, then again, but then again, my parents would have watched the, the big cartoon when I was in high, high school around this 20 years ago I know Batman the animated series and on was on and all that but mm-hmm. everybody is watching either Ren and Stimpy oh. or Beavis and Butthead yep and my students don't get Ren and Stimpy I made a Stimpy you idiot comment the other day and they were like what and oh and I <laughs> we ref- somebody referenced happy happy joy joy happy happy joy joy happy and and I was like, oh, Ren and Stimpy. They're like, Ren and Stimpy. I'm like, Ren and Stimpy. And, and even my parents would have never gotten that. And then they didn't understand Beavis and Butthead in the least, you know, <laughs> which yeah. is kind of like how I think on some level I feel about Avenger Time because I'm like, yeah, that could be. I get this and I don't get this, you know. Yeah. I think even when I was watching Ren and Stimpy, I was like, this is kind of dumb, but I love it because I'm a kid and I'm watching dumb TV. I don't know. I think I think that's how SpongeBob SquarePants is. Oh, yeah. Because I like SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob gets annoying when you've seen the same episode twenty times, right. but but I do like some SpongeBob. Yeah, there there are some classic episodes, I think. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Boomerang. I think I probably just popped it on, and and this was one of those things that popped up, and I thought, oh, cool. You know, Batman and Robin yeah. is with Scooby, and I was younger then, so I don't think, even though I love superheroes, I probably just recognized that Batman. He's a superhero and I like him, but I probably. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm in a different place, so you know I respect the character and I know a great deal more but man i just boomerang is awesome and just like the hub you know you were talking about the hub yeah. i think just tv shows that bring back the classic um animated series even if they're from the mm-hmm. 90s which is weird to think that that's classic now but i know i just love those so i know yeah and what are your thoughts i guess this is different on the fall do you like the fall and halloween do you have uh sometimes i talk about just like i like the season of halloween not necessarily the hol- holiday but it's just like an awesome feeling when it's kind of cold and you know the wind is blowing and things like that i i love but fall is my favorite season of the year i'm not a big fan of halloween specifically but i love the season i love um november into basically all the way up until uh, right after Christmas. I'm not a big fan of New Year's Eve, but but like the fall and early winter is my favorite time of year, mainly because of um, yeah the 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 feel in the air, mm-hmm. 
the the food i'm thinking about food the food the you know just you know doing stuff and being able to go out and do stuff and enjoy things like you know things outdoors without feeling you know being where we are although this summer was pretty mild where we are but there are summers where like the last thing i want to do is be outside because it's like you know just 90 something degrees yeah. out sweating to death and the fall is really great because you know it's gorgeous around here uh the leaves are gorgeous and there's just a lot i just there's a lot i can do and, and my my october and my november are already packed like you know with going here this weekend and here next weekend <laughs> so uh, i i really i really do love fall i also like the fact that this is a season where i can, where i can you know kill the air conditioning i don't have to turn on the heat i can open the windows up and it's just you know and uh it's very it was very very comforting um so yeah i absolutely love love the fall but i just never never i stopped dressing up for halloween when i was like in the fifth or sixth grade (laughs) yeah and i've never been a big my son loves it every year he's like we have to we have to force him to narrow it down as far as the costume because he wants to be like everything Mm -hmm. and he has been um the last couple years he he did iron man last year he did spider-man two years ago this year he's going to be a ninja Ooh, so okay. yeah so and then he he has gone as a dragon and a shark and a monkey <laughs> so he's he loves dressing up and he loves halloween and and we've done i don't know if we're gonna do it this year but two years last year two years ago we did trick-or-treating on the lawn down at uh down on central grounds at UVA. Uh-huh. that is fun cause yeah it's, yeah so it's crowded but it's fun so it, it, yeah and all the students on the on yeah. The, yeah, yeah yeah the ranger giving out candy and stuff yeah, yeah. but I, I do i do remember when i was a kid at one point kind of getting sick of halloween especially because i got sick of all the uh, growing up in the suburbs there's the eggs the eggings and the shaving cream and it just it that that got to me after a while and i was like you know what <laughs> i think i'm just gonna stay in and hand out candy and then i think by the time i was in high school i was i usually had homework anyway so i was like <laughs> My little reclusive nerd sitting around doing homework on Halloween, passing out candy to little kids. Although I do, I do remember the kid across the street going as Batman one year, and his father, the kid, he was like five or six, and his father was walking him around. His baby brother, who was all of a year old, maybe six months, was dressed dressed up in a Robin costume, and it was adorable because <laughs> it was this little Robin costume for a little baby. So I, I have some weird, vivid memory of that for some reason. <laughs> But, but yeah, so in conclusion, I love Halloween. That's awesome. <laughs> or Fun, fall. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Final yeah. question. Any spooky favorite movies or particular episodes that you enjoy watching? I uh, what I try to watch one one good horror movie every year. I love um, and there are certain horror genres I don't like. Like I'm not a big fan of like the Saw movies. and mm-hmm. um, But uh, I, I'm a I, I do love the original Night of the Living Dead. I have seen The Exorcist a couple of times. What do I want to watch this year? I haven't decided what I want to watch this year. Um, I love Psycho, which if, if if you haven't seen Psycho, and hopefully everybody has, it's, that's yeah. a it's another scary movie. I don't know. Every once in a while, I like a good and 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 sometimes I do do like those sort of schlock sl- slasher movies from the from the early '80s, like Halloween and yeah, because yeah. they're just so bad and they're so <laughs> cheesy. The last movie to honestly scare me, and this is going to seem so, my uh, people I talk to think this is silly. I I went I saw the Blair Witch Project in the theater in 1999, 
and was legitimately scared by the movie. It was the last movie to ever actually scare me, scare me. But uh, but yeah, that, that that was a good one. But you can only see it once because once you've seen the movie, you go back and watch it again. You realize how boring the movie is. But if you kind of that was one of those, if you kind of let yourself get caught up in it, it was really scary. But um, I don't know. I might I might just pull out Psycho or or, uh, or see what's on cable. And, and find an find an old uh, like an old Universal monster movie or one of those old Hammer horror movies with Peter Cushing or something and just just enjoy that too. Yeah. Or rent a Mystery Science Theater three thousand episode. Oh Have yes, that'd that. be great. Yeah, like, I agree with you about the Saw and that sort of thing. Uh, I I've not seen it personally. I mean, just no. the idea. I, I'm just not into the like gore. Basically, I mean, I think that a good scary movie is is really one that. Yeah, you just you're nervous the entire. So more like suspense, and I love the mm-hmm. classic like Bella Lugosi and all you know all the like yeah. man and the. I think those are awesome, and yeah. they you can never get rid of the classics. Yeah, although gore on the level of like Dawn of the, the original version of Dawn of yeah. the Dead, I have no problem with it because it's this sort of practical effect that that you know it's fake right. and it's kind of fun to see how they do it. Friday the Thirteenth was kind of like that. Saw and that stuff. It's this. It's the torture thing. Yeah. I was never a big fan of that. Yeah. So. Do you watch The Walking Dead? I have tried. I enjoyed what I saw of it, but I just found myself unable to find the time to commit to to it. So I might. I might when I get the chance. When like when I'm done getting through everything in my DVR, I just might rent a yeah. binge watch it. I haven't. There's a couple of shows that I have to do that. I have to do that with Breaking Bad which I've heard so much about and I keep meaning to pick up and watch Homeland Game of Thrones, which I still haven't read the second book, you know, so it's, it's kind of one of those things where I, I just have to find the time to sit down and, yeah. and, and bang some episodes out. We're, we're still catching up on the last season of Mad Men. I think we've got like three or four episodes left and then we'll be finally caught up. So, yeah, well, I feel you there. I mean, there's, there's so much yeah. good television on, uh, I do watch Homeland. I, I definitely recommend that. I think that's great. Yeah. And Game of Thrones, sort of watching it after I read each of the books. Mm-hmm. So that was, I was unfortunately spoiled on something. I went to a game night at Mellow Mushroom, and one of the team's <laughs> titles spoiled a very big plot development, and I was in, very disappointed. In I this. think I in the first if it's in the first book, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Not the first. The oh. it must have been the third. Okay, so it's, it's the, it, the latest far. season. Yeah, okay. so it was a big spoiler. Yeah. I've, I, it's been years, but I've been to Trivia Night at Mellow Mushroom yeah. probably like eight or nine years ago. But that's that, fun. That's always I didn't a good expect time. to be there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, my friends and I do at work do wordplay. Okay. The you know the uh, the competition at the Paramount uh, the literacy. Oh. It's it's to raise money for literacy. They do it every April, and it is a quiz. It's basically a quiz show, and you sign up in a team, and they do different categories and. Somebody sits behind you as a scorekeeper, and you hand him a card and things. And the people from McGrady's Pub won last year, but uh, we uh, we were one of the higher ranked teams of teachers. We beat out the guys from Monticello High School, uh, one of whom had been on Jeopardy. So that was the moral victory there. Nice. So, <laughs> nice. so yeah, because I've got a couple of trivia nerd friends too. So. <laughs> well, I guess that's enough. You know. Yeah, banter. We could probably do it. All, all night just reminiscing about different things. I know, I know. But uh, yeah, here we are. So we're going to start off right at the blue screen where it says mm-hmm. new Scooby-Doo movies. And we'll just give a countdown, you know, I guess three, two, one, and then go. Are you okay. going to bring anything with you as you watch this movie? Me? Yes. 
um, have anything with this is what we do i guess at the batman universe we bring things with us like gummy bears or something oh. i think apple was the one who started this so are you bringing <laughs> anything with you it could be in existence at this moment with you or it could just be some <laughs> random thing i actually do have a glass of water <laughs> okay. With a straw, and it is, is okay. it is it is my it is for my mug from Whitlow's on Wilson Bar and Grill in Arlington, Virginia. I used to go there every Thursday night and get cheap Fosters with the refill of the mug. Back when I was in my very early twenties and had very little responsibility aside from being a copy editor <laughs> for the federal government. So, so there's that. But no, I, okay. I am um, I, I could. Oh, I won't go out, but let's just say I brought some animal crackers because that's what I had for dessert. Okay, tonight. animal crackers <laughs> and water with a straw. Yes. I've got some pomegranate juice, and uh, that's actually all I have. And my friend Leonardo, <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, he'll be watching it with me, I think. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're ready to go right. in three, two, one, play. I want to know how many of these episodes begin with the mystery machine breaking down. <laughs> this thing, the Carfax report on this thing must be like pages and pages yeah. and pages long. It just is a tomb. And and I also wonder like how bad it smells because it seems like they just go everywhere. You know, with five people, well, four people and a dog. <laughs> it's just, it smells like Cheetos and, and, and dog hair. <laughs> it's... It, why do we must investigate? They're going to the mystery club convention. Wondering if the clue crew is there, which was a bad Hanna Barbera thing. You know, they used to smuggle drugs like this in the seventies with the cargo plane and the. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, it seems like something out of. A oh, DBA the novel or something. Yeah. yeah. I know. Do you I, think one of those kids could ever be killed off? Do you think they would ever do it? Because um, they, they, I don't know. They get in some bad situations. It depends on who's writing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I love the sound effects in these shows. It's just like, yeah. you know, classic, classic sound effects. But yeah, who, who would it be? <laughs> My vote is for Fred. Well, yeah, I think you'd have to go for the least, because everyone would probably obviously say it would be Shaggy. No, no, it's Fred. That ascot will get caught in something. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a cape getting yeah. caught in a propeller or something. Yes. Did you have any thoughts on Scrappy-Doo when he made an appearance? What did you think <sighs> about when he came onto the scene? I hated Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> Is he like the Batmite for everybody? Just he like, the, why did you do this? He is the cousin Oliver of Scooby Doo. Okay. Or the, oh, here we go. Yeah. Monana. I have to ask some Grant Morrison fans if Morrison ever worked the Batman Scooby Doo things into his Batman. 
you know, because everything counts in his mind. Is this part of his hallucinations? <laughs> oh, Casey Kasem. It took me years to figure out that was Casey Kasem. Um, I think I was listening to the his top 40 one time, and I was like, what, his voice sounds familiar. And then I yeah. put two and two together, and I realized, oh, he used to do cartoon voices. Ooh, it's spoiler. Ooh, that's, that's right. <laughs> it's Stephanie Brown. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe Stephanie Brown's great aunt Harriet. Yeah. We hope this house was deserted. <laughs> to point out that like the plot of this is incredibly convoluted more convoluted than most stories especially when we get to the villains too <laughs> what I, I know and here we go Oh, Scooby. I don't think anybody's called money bread since the 70s. Probably, yeah. Sometimes the tunic has, uh, on Robin has the uh, the yellow laces, and sometimes it doesn't. And the and the R in the Robin symbol always looks so weirdly small to me. Well, it was non-existent except for yeah. that last shot because it was just he was wearing that yeah. red vest. Yeah, and there, yeah, and there, there, and and Bat, and you were right. Bat, sometimes Batman has a neck. Sometimes Batman doesn't have a neck. Yeah. Yes, so we're going to go from a abandoned house to an auto junkyard. <laughs> and the old cemetery. Let's just dial up all the places that could be haunted. Yeah. All in one episode. <laughs> what better way? Yeah. The Batman of this age, though, would probably be yelling at these kids to get away and away from his investigation. <laughs> he, he'd be sitting there just brooding. Depending on the Robin, you know, if it were if it were Tim, he'd probably be a little bit nicer. I don't think Damien would would. I think Damien would kind of follow his father. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> You want Scooby to follow his trail? Sure, Batman. Let's send the dog in to where he possibly died. 
Shut up, Fred. <laughs> to be honest, this is more detective work than Batman has done in most of the new 52 issues of, the sh- of his series combined. Interesting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> It, they they do have this tendency to just like make Batman a one note character sometimes when they write him and you forget that like hey the guy's a detective. <laughs> Out of the bat light. You'd also uh-huh. think that Scooby and Shaggy would, I don't know, get some guts after years and years and of these strange and just realize that it must not be real spookiness. It's just some kooky person. Yeah. But I guess maybe they don't have continuity. I guess not. But then again, Fox Mulder never really stopped believing in all this <laughs> stuff, even though... Very often it was proven, you know. <laughs> that show used to freak me out as a child. I I gave up on it after... Uh, when it started to get toward the last few seasons, I, I think I let it go. Wow, was that necessary? Probably not. <laughs> Holy skyhooks. Well, don't just stand there, Fred. Only in cartoons are they this accurate with the bat line. Fred does some math. (laughs) Looped footage of Robin and... You know, it's we're in. How long are we? We're we're a little bit ways into this, and we still haven't gotten the uh, the villain. Yeah. To the villains of the story. What in the world? Why did Frag Hat? What? He got knocked out, and somebody put the green-eyed hood on him before he. Uh, Why didn't you take the phony money with you when you left Mrs. Baker's, Batman? I also wonder why he didn't investigate the cabin of the little crane. Yeah. I'm sure there was a clue there. Well, let's keep in mind that the money was being smuggled in a giant clown doll. Hmm. I wonder who the villain could be. (laughs) 
Scarecrow? <laughs> Black mask. It's, it's crazy quilt. You'd think that these two girls, or at least Daphne, would be a little bit enthralled by Robin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, this is a kid's cartoon. Um, if this were shot nowadays, they probably there'd probably be some sort of subplot running through that with Daphne being all, you know, gaga over Robin. How old They're- do you think Robin is in this, though? Do you think he's the same age? Um, yeah, I would say he might be a teenager, especially since they have Casey Kasem voicing him. Did Kasem do the voice of Robin in the Batman short that we talked about on our... Yes, he did. did. Okay. Which was only a couple of years before this. Yeah. Yeah. I always love how he has to tie people up and blindfold them in order to take them to the Batcave. Like, you're trusting these kids to go along with your mission, yet you're going to tie them up for the, like, like they're going to know how to get to the Batcave. And how do they know they're not going to break down? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, we've seen that bat symbol a lot. It just yes. keeps coming. Yes. It's like a low jack. Mmm, bat milk and cookies. Wow. So Alfred makes bat shaped cookies. Mm-hmm. Wonder if they sell those in a cookie cutter. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah. They make ice cube trays of like different symbols, like Superman symbols and stuff. Oh, cool. I have Star Wars pancake molds. Ooh. <laughs> Is it like of the Millennium Falcon? No, it's Darth Vader, Yoda, and a Stormtrooper. <laughs> the, oh, wow. Their heads. It's, it's cool. Yeah. <sighs> Let's go to the fair where we're <laughs> oh another setting that we could possibly have something haunted in the the amusement park Batman and Robin exhibit at an amusement park Oh, wow. Oh, please. I actually am surprised that they didn't go for the old joke about Shaggy and Scooby going to check out the concession stand. Oh, true. (laughs) I guess they just... What in the world? I guess they did just have a a snack. That's the strangest image ever. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Shouldn't the penguin be fatter?
th- there is something really, I don't want to say scary about the way the Joker looks in these episodes, but it's definitely like unintentionally creepy. And they're still using Larry Storch from F Troop for the voice, by the way. Did you by any chance read Joker's Daughter? No. Okay. I didn't. If you get to uh, <laughs> a comic store, you should peruse just to see how awful it was. Oh, really? I read, um, I read the two Wonder Woman ones. And... Because I pick up World's Finest and Earth 2. Mm-hmm. So I think I got the sod and... I don't know what I have left. I haven't been to the comic store in two weeks, so there might be something else sitting in my box. I got the 2D covers because it didn't feel like paying the extra money for the enhanced ones. Now that I see uh, Penguin's full figure, I agree that he's not as stout as he could be. His face looks stout, but then when you actually see him, he looks just normal. Yeah. Wow. It's a penguin. I don't know who did the voice of the penguin, though. Do you think it's realistic these two would hang out together? I don't think so. I mean, at least in the modern context, the penguin... The penguin always struck me as the closest thing that that Gotham had, at least after the mob kind of was dismantled, that, like, you know, he was a... He was a mobster, just a very odd mobster. Although there's plenty of Joker Penguin team up stories from the uh like the golden age in the fifties though. So and I know they were two of the most popular villains of the T V show, so it would have been interesting to see Catwoman on this yeah. show. the footage and loop the footage and loop the footage (laughs) there we go (sighs) is the joker a falcon a Vulcan. <laughs> Twenty years. It's just like, <laughs> and his hair is crazy. It's all like this is. I never realized how like weird he looked compared to like what you see in the comic books. Yeah. He's kind of got Wolverine hair. He does kind of have Wolverine hair. Where it comes back like that. Oh, now it looks like a wing. Yeah. Yeah. He also is talking like Sean Connery with the Welsh accent. I know. I don't know what that's about. It's not how I imagine Joker in my mind. You think you're so smart, Trebek. <laughs> oh, gosh. When I was a kid, 
I seriously did believe that like all supervillains had like weird Rube Goldberg like traps for their you know <laughs> instead of instead of today where they you know they, they have some sort of sick motivation behind it, it was like yes we're gonna put them in some sort of weird trap and there's all these crazy things going on. <laughs> Only you would find that funny, Joker. Does it ever bother you when cartoon characters wear the same exact thing for every episode? Yes. (laughs) I mean, I realize they have certain limitations on the animation but yeah it's like how many of those shirts does Velma have and how many ascots yes does Frank have I also I think it mostly bothered me a lot during the Superman the animated series just that Lois Lane consistently wore the same (laughs) skirt and and, uh suit I don't know well wasn't that a thing during the um during the Bronze Age where Clark Kent had the same suit for like oh. that, that blue suit with the red and blue striped tie like over and over and over and over again. So instead of doing something dastardly and criminal, we're going to lure these kids into a haunted house just to mess with them. Like we're doing the amusement park people's job here. <laughs> Yeah, whereas they could just get away with the money. Yeah. They have thousands upon thousands of dollars hidden away. They're smuggling it out. Isn't that what you should be doing? Why are you screwing around with these kids? Oh, here comes the treadmill gag. These two are very dense. They're just... It's all the Scooby Snacks. Yes. Jeez. I don't know why I find this funny. This is Uh, there you go. <laughs> so what happened to the old lady? I don't know. Oh. These are like the Joker's jokes are like jokes my uncle Vic will tell. Yeah, the you know, puns. Yeah. All oh, these bad puns.
again, like we got this bumpy slide, a turntable, and I'm watching the background to see if they loop the background. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. This the Simpsons did a gag on that once. They were talking about animation and somebody said sometimes they reuse backgrounds and you see them walking back by the same like door three times. So they found a, a hidden basement in an old amusement park. What? Oh my god! Even Daphne, Daphne's usually the voice of reason. Maybe well, she. Well, I got guess the, Velma's the most reasonable. Speaking of Velma. Oh my gosh. My friend Kathy went as her for Halloween one year, and it was like a dead ringer for Velma. It was pretty impressive. The uh, the person doing the voice of Velma in the current cartoons for the last maybe decade or so is Mindy Cohn, who played um, Natalie on The Facts of Life. Ooh, okay. And uh, did you ever see Mystery Incorporated? The the series that was on a couple of years ago. No, I mean, I may have like caught a couple episodes, but I didn't watch it, it regularly. It, it's actually pl- pretty clever. Um, it, it's really, really worth watching. It was They had like a whole running storyline through the season, but it was really, really fun. And had a lot of inside jokes and good references. And again, these two could have been halfway to Canada by now. And they're playing skeleton games with these teenagers. <laughs> Throw a punch, Fred. So did they reboot it, and now it's the new Scooby Doo? Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was kind of like they did this whole thing of um, them on the lookout, them on the search for something, and it, and they would have like you know separate, you know, kind of a running storyline through the whole season, but there'd be you know. A monster of the week type of thing and uh it was uh it was done pretty well ah jeez these two deserve to get arrested for just being so stupid <laughs> but how do they get out now what in the world and the reverse bat signal Symbol on Batman. <laughs> Has he been infected with Joker gas? I don't know. Illegal tender. Velma's glasses were white instead of black. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. The drawings in this scene are a little bit more sloppy. 
If Velma met Daria from the MTV show Daria, do you think they'd get along? I... Have you ever watched Daria? Oh, yeah. I love Daria. Yes, I think it's amazing. Yeah. The only reason that... uh, Well, the only thing that's connected with Beavis and Butthead that I actually like is Daria. (laughs) That show surpassed Beavis and Butthead. I think that... (laughs) I think that if Daria met this whole crew, she'd kind of lure Velma away. (laughs) I think Velma would realize, wow, these people really are... Although I can picture Jane's um, brother, uh, Trent, who had the band hanging out with uh, Shaggy. Oh, definitely, (laughs) definitely. That's a crossover I actually want to see happen now, Scooby-Doo and Daria. Yes, we should get some people on the line and make it happen. Or maybe it is Mrs. Baker. Like the mystery machine can keep up with the Batmobile. Yeah. Come on. Like a woman can't be a villain. Well, I guess you've already put one minor in Jeopardy. What's a few more, Batman, right? It's an owl, guys. I know. It's colored differently. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Who who comes up with something this elaborate? I don't know. Whoa. And I'm wondering how it works, to be honest. Yeah.
reminds me of an issue I read with Superman and Babs that uh, Michael came on for, and they went to that creepy house. Mm-hmm. And then an Egyptian god was like messing with it. It's this elaborate mechanism, like a giant platform. I just very very odd. Have you ever seen Young Frankenstein? Pieces, and I've heard the soundtrack of the uh, the musical, but not the full See, movie. There's a scene where where there's the hidden passage with the you know you you take the candle off the door the wall swings and it's the hidden passage and Gene Wilder gets stuck behind the thing that gets wedged between the thing and the wall. He's like. Pfft. The candle back. <laughs> Terry Gar is like, what do I do with this? <laughs> I'm just thinking of that. It's it's one of the. It's a really funny movie to watch just all the way through. That's a horror movie recommendation <laughs> I can make. <laughs> well, how like. Give the kids credit, man. You drag them along and they're like, we found out. Yeah, we did too. Like, no, let them have their moment, guys. What? The old lady was able to do that? I don't know. When they would air this as a kid they do this in two parts. Like, because Scooby-Doo was a half an hour every day. Mm-hmm. So they would air the first half of this, the first 22 minutes or so on one day, and then the next day you'd see the... So they do sort of a to-be-continued in the... Yesterday on Scooby-Doo. That, I don't know if they did that in the original airing or if that was just for syndication. How? How is that dangerous? It's a giant bouncing ball. Are we still in a fun house? What is going on? We're in a warehouse of fun house toys. Yeah. You were, yeah it's oh, oh, she lost her glasses. That's the shtick. Oh, uh, no. And... Oh, here comes Scooby's going to be on the car spinning around. They used to show this in commercials all the time on Channel 11. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Do it, Scoob. <laughs> he's going to knock that. He's going to knock the clown balloon out of place, too. Yep. There you go.
There it is. There's there that romantic yes. moment. So now anybody who listens wants to do Daphne Robin slash fiction, there's your start. I don't know if that relationship would work out, though. Although she is a redhead. Yeah. She'd probably be accepting of his lifestyle. (laughs) He'll dump her for Corey. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I asked George Perez about why why he never got together with Donna and he said well sometimes things just don't work out that way (laughs) how did you feel about the almost relationship between Donna and Jason in Countdown did Um, you read Countdown yeah I, I read it once um, so I read it as it came out and there were there were things in there that I thought were good and I th- there were things in there that I thought weren't but um, in the context of the story I thought it was good uh, what in the why does he have a ring on what in the world I don't did know did you see that he didn't have a glove and he had a ring on yeah that was bizarre is that like his college ring <laughs> and, and the bat symbol keeps getting flip flopped between Positive and negative here. It's an Olympic pole vault record there. Yeah. But you know, they haven't thrown a single batarang, and we're having a bicycle. T- <laughs> we all know how these end with Scooby Doo taking this person out like in the most ridiculous fashion (laughs) I wish more villains in comic books rode unicycles then it wouldn't have the dark tone that DC demands yeah whoa I don't think that's what would have happened yeah I guess if none of the back characters can be happy, that means they can't have any unicycles. Yeah. No pogo sticks. Toys all together. And here we go. You got some serious bounce on that. And... The villain's captured. The Globetrotters couldn't have made that shot. Here's the big moment. You naive fools. Ooh. 
So the laughing that occurs in Scooby-Doo, I assume it's just like canned laughing, not from a studio uh, audience. Yeah, yeah. I, I know they used a laugh track. Ooh, bat cookies or bat Scooby snacks or whatever they are. <laughs> Maybe Mrs. Baker was hush. Ooh. <laughs> I, yeah. I know this is the end credits and everything. I love this version of the song. I don't know why. I think it's because I remember these more than I remember the Scooby-Doo where are you ones. And that was one of the few times Daphne was not in her in her regular clothes. Yeah, it looked like she was Cinderella one. there. Yeah, I don't remember what that was from. It looked like they were piloting down the river sticks or something. <laughs> I'll have this in my head like the rest of the rest of the week. Of the evening. Yeah. You'll go into work tomorrow morning and be singing it. I, I haven't known to do that every once in a while. <laughs> so how, uh, what are your thoughts since this is the bajillionth time maybe that you've seen I, it? I anything can, new? Did you catch anything that you've not seen before? I don't think I've caught anything that I haven't seen before. It's, it's not a... Um, I, I still, every once in a while, notice more and more of the kind of where they're looping the footage and, and things. Um, I think in watching, I think I just realized how um, convoluted the plot is. <laughs> it's just like it goes on and on. Because the other one is pretty much like that, too, but it's not as bad. And these things, like, because they were stretching them out to... Um, 45 minutes as opposed to like 22 minutes right there was a lot of padding although th- there are other episodes of this of this show that are worse there like i said there were some harlem globetrotter the two harlem globetrotter ones are fun but th- there's some serious padding in like the last five minutes or so i did kind of like that um little warehouse chase thing of them bumping around and, and different gags and 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 the various silliness i mean it's you always forget that the animation in a Hanna Barbera cartoon, for the most part, was. I don't want to. I don't want to diss it too much because I have a real affection for Hanna Barbera cartoons. But there was a lot of some of the stuff. There was a little bit of almost like a second rate, you know, <laughs> definitely done on the slightly more cheap than say your, the Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner and uh, Mickey Mouse and sort of stuff that that uh, that I would also watch when I was a little kid. But yeah. You'd think no. they would take their time, yeah, and you know, take care in what they were doing, but I guess not. Eh, putting it on TV, TV back back then, TV cartoon type of things were were um, you know it was it was kind of like some of the stuff is now. If you see some of the computer animated cartoons that are pretty bad, where they're not putting a ton of effort into say into it, it's just the same way. Where it's like you know they're just kind of spitting them out because they know kids are going to want to watch it no matter what it is. Yeah. As opposed to some of the stuff that actually takes a little bit of time. There, There's some stuff that I've seen that you could tell that there was a little bit of work. Like the, the, the new Turtles series, which I've watched quite a bit of, is actually very well done. Um, but then there's other stuff for like little, or like little, little kids. That Thomas the Tank Engine thing. Because the, the, a couple of years ago, they started... CGIing them instead of using the models like they used to back like when we were little kids if or 
or when when it was like 23 years ago and now it's just creepy and and weird and and stuff so well i had fun i enjoyed it even though it was you know i I agree that it i mean the first half was actual classic batman stuff with the with the villains but then it yeah goes all over the place you don't go into this expecting like Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill and right you know, or you know it's they're taking off the old they're taking off the 66 67 TV show of Cesar Romero and mm-hmm. and, and Scooby-Doo is always done for a laugh and it always ends the same way and it's like comfort food it's it is sort of the you know I don't, to me this brings back like I said I used to watch it in the afternoon but there's there's still that Saturday morning cartoon aspect of it you know little kid eating your cereal in front of the TV and and then I like that I can I like that I still have those memories of it even though nowadays Saturday morning cartoons are me trying to get a little bit more sleep on the couch while my son watches <laughs> something oh so you're tricking him seven o'clock in the morning on a Saturday on any given weekend day we had to buy an alarm clock Oh no. So he can he doesn't we don't set the alarm, but like he'll look at the numbers on the weekends because he was walking at like six thirty and I'm like, No. I said, When that says seven you can come in, so he'll run in thum, 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 thum. Daddy, the clock says seven o'clock. Oh All my right. gosh. Yeah, so Man. yeah, he's I love him, but sometimes on the weekends I'm like <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to watch SpongeBob SquarePants at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, Saturdays are my time to <laughs> potentially sleep in. <laughs> I have, I have, well, you guys are on fall break this weekend and, um, we are, which is amazing. He's going with her parents. So I actually am childless this weekend. You can podcast all weekend long. I can, I can, uh, we are, I I can, I can sleep in. (laughs) I'll probably be grading papers. I don't have the day off at all. So, oh yeah, that's true. Um, I, uh, I don't have a day off until, um, I have a work day next Friday, not next Friday, two Fridays from now, because our quarter ends in a couple of weeks. And then they don't give us uh, Columbus Day, but they give us the day before Thanksgiving, which I gladly take. Yes. There you go. So, yeah. But no, this was fun. I, I I love doing this. This is the first time I've actually done a commentary with somebody else. Oh, okay. I did. I've done one commentary, and it was a solo one. I it was an episode I released of a podcast a couple, about a month and a half ago or so. And gotcha. So this was, but this was fun. I, awesome. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And this is, I, you know, anytime I get to watch something like this and and, and talk about it, you have to love it. Of course. <laughs> so. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming back on and no problem. being able to. Share the memories with Scooby-Doo and Batman and yeah. Batman and Robin's disappearing logos and <laughs> red bat flashing at us every five seconds. And, and sometimes Batman has a neck and sometimes he sometimes don't. Sometimes he doesn't. Yeah, it's very He's strange. Wearing a ring? What was that? That was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Why would he take his gloves off and why would he wear a signet ring? <laughs> These know. are questions that may never be answered. <laughs> Jeff Johns probably knows. That's probably true. Or Dan DiDio. (laughs) Who knows? Well, thanks again. I hope you have a nice beginning of fall. Yeah, you too. And find a good spooky movie to watch for Halloween. Yes. 
You too. Um, enjoy your enjoy your upcoming break. Yeah, looking looking forward to. It. I have a five k I'm running on Saturday, but other than that, I am just just gonna be vegetating. <laughs> Get some Watch. rest. Yes. For sure. Well, that's it for another Batgirl the Oracle commentary special for Halloween, of course. I hope you have a wonderful and safe Halloween. Uh, be sure to brush your teeth and not get any cavities. And until next time, fly on, Babs lovers.